0: Hey, welcome to the new CNADHD podcast. I'm your host, Liz Lewis, and I don't want to produce another boring podcast. I want to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of living the ADHD life. And I definitely want to have a cocktail while I do it. So join me. Okay. In today's episode, I'm gonna talk about a subject that we don't normally connect with ADHD, and that is OCD. I have always known that intuitively that my anxiety, my ADHD, and OCD were interconnected, and I just put out an article about this. So I'm going to reiterate some of the points from the article and um, I'm going to tell you my story to start. I'm not sure if this is everybody, but I talk to a lot of women with ADHD, and whenever I say, what is the one thing you would change? What would you change if you could? They all say, I need to get control. I need to get control over myself, over ADHD, over all of it. And this, this has really gotten me thinking about my issues with control and OCD and anxiety. And with ADHD, we often feel like we are not in control of ourselves, right? And some of us, I'm not going to say all, but some of us might go searching for things we can control to give us a sense of control over our lives. And that's what this episode is about. As you all know, my stepfather died in 1991, and I was also diagnosed with ADHD in 1991. And when I was diagnosed, I was diagnosed with depression as well. And I was put on medication and started middle school and basically my whole life was run by adults and I didn't have any control over anything. And a part of me, I guess, was trying to get control. So here's how it started. We had a series of neighborhood (laughs) babysitters, I promise this is going somewhere, that would come over and stay with us so our mom could get out on her own once in a while. There was one very funny episode with a teenage babysitter who let my five-year-old kindergartner brother in the bathroom himself to take a shower and he flooded our bathroom and it was so much water it leaked into the basement and he ran outside naked and needless to say we had scared away every babysitter in our neighborhood and so my mom had to call in (laughs) an adult babysitter and she did she found one Her name was Mrs. Taylor, and she was great. Um, I have very fond memories of her. But right around this this time, as I said, I was feeling very out of control in my life, and one evening, Mrs. Taylor was with us, and I asked her if she was going to have a snack with me uh, while we were watching a movie, and she said that she couldn't because she had lost weight eating 20 grams of fat or less per day. Now, keep in mind, in the 90s, early nineties, we still thought fat was bad for us. So this was not, this was not out of the line at, at that time. And I was a little girl who was chubby. I was always considered chubby by my doctor, by everybody who knew me. And when Mrs. Taylor said that to me, I think in my head, like a switch flipped, like, Oh wow, wait, I can't control anything about my life, but I might be able to control the things i eat in my body and anyway i latched on to this idea of food and weight and it felt again it felt safe or like i was controlling something and i didn't realize at the time that this was sort of triggering in my head a, a chain of events that would go on for <laughs> forever into my adult life and I didn't even realize that my eating behaviors, my mental gymnastics, I do every day, counting calories and figuring out macros, I didn't know until probably my 20s that that was even related to OCD, because OCD is such a talking point. I just knew I had ADHD, and I knew I wrote down everything I ate. Really, that's that's really all I knew. I actually titled the article that's on the website, ADHD and the Need for Control of Something because I don't think I'm alone. I don't. Uh, We just don't talk about this. So let me start by explaining what OCD is. I looked it up in the DSM, and it is broken down into obsessional thoughts and compulsive acts or rituals. So obsessional thoughts are repeated images, urges, or thought patterns that are intrusive and cause someone anxiety or some other emotional distress typical examples that we hear are fear of germs, unwanted intrusive thoughts, even like sexual thoughts, violent or upsetting scenes just popping into your head. Um, For me, my repeated urges, images, thought patterns tend to be around my body or food. Um, I know that that's not normal and most people with OCD do. I know it's not normal to just keep picturing my own thighs or something, but I've never been able to stop that. Okay, so compulsive behaviors are the repetitive activities that somebody with OCD feels compelled to perform as a result of the obsessional thoughts. Examples of this include excessive hand washing, um, arranging and rearranging things. We've all seen this, right? repeatedly checking things for completion like I will do funny things like back out of my driveway drive around the block and come back and make sure the garage door is closed <laughs> and um for me this also manifests these my compulsive behaviors are logging onto my fitness pal and putting in all my food I do it several times a day and I also have a constant mental tally happening in my head of what I've eaten um but I admit it. I talk about it openly. This is an OCD behavior. So every year I go to the annual international conference on ADHD, and I've been very suspicious about ADHD and generalized anxiety and OCD for a while. And this year, um, I was unable to attend the first session. It was called API on the first day. Um, I just, I, I did not have the money for that extra session. So I'm pretty persistent (laughs) and I was able to download the slides and um, there was a session that I really was interested in and it was taught by Dr. Roberto Olivardia, who I have heard speak several times and he's great. And Dr. William Dodson, who I have not heard speak before, but I know exactly who he is because he is on my list of experts. Um, And they, they called this session, complex, comorbid, contraindicated, and confusing patients. And I love this because that sounds like me. <laughs> complex, comorbid, contraindicated, confusing. Yeah, that's me. Um, and I, I was so excited to get my hands on these slides. So this is what I learned from Dr. Olavardia and Dr. Dotson. Within the ADHD community, there's a 30% comorbidity of all the anxiety disorders, including... OCD, generalized anxiety disorder, social anxiety disorder, panic disorders, phobias, and poor stress tolerance. Um, Yes. Um, Looking at these slides, anxiety impacts ADHD in in several ways. And we know this, but I'm going to repeat it anyway. It decreases our attention. It decreases our concentration, which is already affected. It makes it harder to utilize helping strategies It interferes with all of our executive functions. Don't we know it? And sometimes it might actually mitigate hyperactivity. And I always say, overthinking is my exercise of choice. (laughs) Okay. And I found a slide that really gets down to business here. And it says, if there is already a problem with self-regulation, which is what ADHD is, OCD can produce the additional, these additional symptoms. Selective attention, especially to threat-related tasks. So we pay selective attention to the things that we're most afraid of. All those negative thought patterns? Yeah, that's selective attention. The inability to filter irrelevant data. Inability to filter out obsessive thoughts. I've already confessed to this. Difficulty with set shifting, which is why... When I have a snow day, I freak out. An inflated sense of responsibility. This is why so many of us, these uh, uh, we, women with ADHD and anxiety, we feel like everything is our responsibility. This might be part of the OCD thing. And cognitive deficits on visual memory tasks. So, according to Dr. Olivardia, and this quote actually came from Attitude Magazine, which I can try to remember to link to. It says, OCD can be diagnosed if someone has either obsessions or compulsions or both. Stereotypes about the condition abound, but the reality is complex and nuanced. Obsessions can take on any form, and OCD varies widely in severity, so diagnosis is difficult and requires a therapist specially trained in the condition. So this is the bottom line. OCD symptoms pile on in addition to our ADHD symptoms. Um, when you have OCD with ADHD you have increased rates of social phobia and social problems which makes a lot of sense to me uh, based on my life and conversations I've had with other women and there are a few family studies that show an association between OCD and ADHD and when I look at my family this definitely rings true, and my family should have been in this study. <laughs> um, in the study groups, the, pres- the prevalence of OCD and ADHD together, being diagnosed together, ranges from 10% to about 44%, which to me is a pretty big range. But if you go these, so 10 and 40, what's in the middle of 10 and 40? 30... 25, I don't even know. I guess I don't know what it is. If you go in the middle of 10 and 40, um, that's, a, that's not a small number of us. So you can have ADHD and anxiety and OCD all at the same time. And it sucks. No, I'm kidding. Um, and I'm glad that someone like Dr. Olivardia and Dr. Dotson, I'm glad that someone is looking at this because as I expressed, it is something that has affected my life. And I think my awareness of it, starting in my mid-20s has helped. Um, but knowing that I'm not imagining it, you know, <laughs> knowing that this is a real thing, um, it actually kind of helps me. So if you, if any of this sounds familiar to you, the descriptions of OCD in terms of um, obsessional thoughts, or intrusive thoughts, and then compulsive behaviors, if any of this rings true for you, my suggestion would be, and you know you have ADHD, my suggestion for you would be to bring it up with your treating physician. It might not need to be addressed you know, right away, like right on, but if it's affecting your life negatively, there's no reason not to address it. Sometimes I think that our brains are just so busy you know, and we have so many. Most of us have some kind of uh, co- what they call comorbid diagnosis, and so sometimes I feel like these these anxiety-driven behaviors. For me, it's this OCD stuff. But sometimes I feel like our brains need a release valve. Like there's just so much pent-up energy in there, and even when you take the meds and when you do the exercise and practice all the self-care, you still need a release valve, right? Like, and for me, these obsessive thoughts and these activities, these repetitive behaviors and activities are like my release valve. And I'm better than I've ever been at recognizing it and dealing with it, but I'm certainly not perfect. And I feel like the more we talk about this stuff, the better chance um, the researchers have of getting on top of it and helping us and the better chance we have of healing um, which is why I create support groups. Um, anyway, I hope that this story, my story about my food issues, my uh, intrusive thoughts, and my behaviors, and how this started when I was a kid, I'm hoping that by me sort of coming out and just saying it, and this is my issue, I'm um, hoping more people will feel more comfortable talking about it and going to their doctors to talk about it. ADHD and OCD and the need to control something it's a real thing so if you need help reach out any questions comments you know thoughts about today's episode email me um, for more information on my support groups and the services and emotional management program feel better fast that I developed. Email me at healthyadhdgmail.com and uh, don't be a stranger. Like I always say, we are stronger together.